All right, hockey's pretty simple at the end of the day. Good hockey teams score a lot of goals, and they allow few goals. The Bruins are tops in each category this season. What makes a team great is a captain who's willing to come out and defend a lead after taking a puck to the face and suffering who knows what injury to his oft-broken nose. That's Patrice Bergeron, and that's these Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to beat. Today is Thursday, January 19th, and this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. That's Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts, including YouTube, where we have reached the 1,000 subscriber mark. Hooray for us. And I will now be giving away this Patrice Bergeron, Tim Hortons mini stick. Just have to figure out a way to um, pick a lucky listener. All right, today on the program, we're going to talk about last night's game against the Islanders. We are going to do our weekly cup check and then quickly preview tonight's game against the New York Rangers. The Bruins found themselves down 1-0 last night, but then Linus Allmark continued to shut the door. 25-save outing to give the Bruins a 4-1 win over the Islanders, his 100th career victory. Uh, He said... It's kind of been overwhelming. He's not going to lie. He leads the league in wins, goals against average, safe percentage on the TNT broadcast last night. They said no goalie has led all three categories to end a season since Bernie Perron in like 1974. He said it's been a different kind of season. It's taken a lot on him mentally to keep going. Not to be satisfied because it's hard if you've had the luxury now for half of the season to be at this point. And that's kind of a whole challenge for the team. Not to get complacent, not to um, get satisfied, but to keep it going and keep the pedal on the gas. And... Allmark in net has been huge for the Bruins. He's been exceptional. Showed it again last night, said Charlie McAvoy. Truly a rock back in the net. Every night he gives the Bruins a chance to win. And then they try to do the best job in front of them. And then they'll have Jeremy Swayman in net tonight. So Allmark gives them the confidence. And they, you know, we've seen them turn it on in the third period and they have like their goal differential in the third period is almost as good as some teams or most teams overall. 
Now, the Bruins did get a bit of a scare in the third period when Patrice Bergeron took a deflected David Pasternak slap shot square in the face. It appeared to catch him on the visor, nose area, left him bloodied, left to the dressing room, and it was a scary moment. But literally moments later, blood on his jersey, Gauze stuffed up his nose. He came out and finished the game. Montgomery, head coach Jim Montgomery, said we're up in the game 3-1. He knows that. He's back in the locker room, and still he comes back out right away. Just a tremendous amount of respect for his pride, wearing the spoke to be. Hopefully the x-rays come back positive. Uh, And he's going to leave it up to Patrice whether or not he can play tonight's game against the New York Rangers. Montgomery was concerned players might be preoccupied with the injury, become distracted. But while he was out being tended to, David Pasternak found Brad Marchand with a cross-ice feed to make it 3-1 at 5.03 of the third. Nobody would have blamed Bergeron for not coming back. You take a puck to the face, you see your team go up 3-1, should be pretty safe. Take the rest of the night off. You have certainly earned that right. But Marchand stated, it says a lot about Bergie's character and who a player, who he is as a player and a captain, that he was willing to come back and help the team close this one out. Now, uh, Trent Frederick put the team up 4-1. Again, all credit to Trent Frederick. I don't not like Trent Frederick. He's got 10 goals this season. A fantastic season under Jim Montgomery. And finished off a beautiful Charlie Coyle feed to make it 4-1. He's matched his career high of 18 points set last season. And again, the Bruins just kept bringing it. Montgomery said he doesn't know how to characterize it, but he's on the bench in the third period. He's watching the Bruins ice the game. And he's like, man, I'm really lucky to coach these guys because they are good. And we as fans are so lucky to get to watch this group at the moment. They're resilient. They're able to focus do the job when they have to seems like they found another level for that this year. They have a lot of older guys, a lot of experience that have been around for a while. Your Bergeron's, your Marchands, David Krejci, Nick Foligno, Taylor Hall, even. And Marchand believes the older they are, the more guys know how to play in certain situations. They're deep. They're able to roll four lines all game. It's hard to keep up with them when you're running these lines like they are. And eventually they just tire teams down and capitalize. And then you have Allmark at the other end. And that's why the Bruins lead in goals per game. They lead the league in fewest goals allowed per game by quite a wide margin, I should add. And it's just a special, special group typified by Patrice Bergeron's willingness to come back on the ice and help his team close it out on the road 
in a regular season game in January when they're already clearly the best team in the league. Nobody would have faulted him for not coming back, but he did. And it says a lot about this team and the leadership model that comes from the top and trickles down through to everybody. Speaking of how good the Bruins are, we're going to do our weekly cup check here in a moment where I look at the NHL's top five teams and how the Bruins rank among them. But first, a word from today's sponsor, which is BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get all the latest odds and trends for every pro and amateur league out there, from pro football to the NBA, NHL, baseball coming up. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can find them at BetOnline as well. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts. Spoiler alert right off the top. If we're looking at the NHL's top five teams and glass half full, cup half full, cup half empty in relation to Boston's chances of competing for the Stanley Cup, you have to feel pretty, pretty, pretty good right now about our Boston Bruins. So good, in fact, that I'm going to sip some coffee. Mm -hmm. 35, 5, and 4 through 44 games, 74 points, 12 clear of second place, Carolina, 841 point percentage. No other team is above 705, which is where Carolina stands. The Bruins have a plus 75 goal differential. That is New Jersey and Dallas, who are second and third, put together. New Jersey's plus 40. Dallas is at plus 35. The Bruins have scored 170 goals, more than any other team around the league. They've given up only 95. The next closest team is the New Jersey Devils at 116. Just utter ridiculousness from the Boston Bruins. Who else is in the top five this week? Well, if you're going by point percentage, the remaining top four teams all come from the Eastern Conference, which isn't great news for the Bruins. You have the Carolina Hurricanes in second at 705, 27-9-8, followed by the New Jersey Devils, 29-12-3, a 693-point percentage. The Tampa Bay Lightning always kicking around, 686-point percentage. And the Toronto Maple Leafs rounding out the top five with 61 points in a 678 point percentage. If you're going strictly by points, Boston, Carolina, New Jersey, Toronto, Tampa Bay. Sucks for Toronto, Tampa Bay as their top five teams in the NHL. And they're going to be matched up against each other in the first round in all likelihood. There's a big game to watch tonight other than the Bruins Rangers that will be played 
in Toronto between the Winnipeg Jets and the Toronto Maple Leafs. And right now, the Winnipeg Jets, just on the outside looking in behind Toronto when in relation to the top five, top team in the Western Conference right now, 29-15-1, 6.56 point percentage, better than Vegas, Dallas, and Seattle, which is the top four out West. Top five goal differentials, Carolina's a bit further down the list. You have Dallas in the top five, number three, in fact, at plus 35. And lo and behold, top five teams over the last 10 games. Boston, number one, eight, one, and one. They've won three in a row. Seattle's eight and two, as is Winnipeg, Philadelphia, bit of a resurgence, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. All that to say, you got to feel very good about the Boston Bruins at the moment as a top team in the NHL. The underlying numbers, pretty positive as well. Five on five, the Bruins are uh, six when it comes to shot attempt differential. Shot differential, they're fifth. Uh, scoring chance differential, their seventh high danger chance differential, their fifth expected goals. They rank third and yes, they still have a league high PDO of 103.2, meaning they're very successful scoring five on five. And they also have the league's top save percentage five on five as well. Will that regress a bit? Possibly. I mean, we've been saying all all season, the Bruins can't possibly sustain this winning percentage. Linus Allmark can't sustain the save percentage all season. They've been scoring five on five much more than last year. Will that bubble burst? Well, I mean, we have a pretty good sample size here. It's been 45, 44 games, game 45 on tap tonight. And uh, the Bruins will have yet another opportunity to show the league what they're made of by winning on the road in the second half of a back-to-back against the New York Rangers team that is pretty good. And we'll talk about them after this next break. But this episode is brought to you in part also by Built Bar. Just got through the holidays. My goal is to eat a little healthier this year. And if you're like me, you want to eat healthier, but don't want to compromise taste. You don't want to eat tree bark, essentially. Well, we have the thing for you, and it's called Built Bar. Built is a healthy, tasty snack, but they're also good for you. They're covered in 100% real chocolate, come in some unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, but they're also healthy. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. For years, we've been talking about ordering Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can just drive to your local Walmart or Sam's Club and pick some up right now. Walk to the pharmacy section at Walmart, grab yourself a box of Built Bars, pick up a four box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or go to Sam's Club. 
Grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors like brownie batter and churro. Run out, pick them up, thank me later. All right, the Bruins hitting the big city tonight to take on the New York Rangers. Madison Square Garden, the second meeting between these two teams this season. Where the Bruins won 5-2 back in uh, November. They'll play again March 4th on uh, ABC when those games start hitting our Sunday afternoon schedule. Rangers are 6-2-2 over their last uh, 10 games. Their last five, Adam Fox coming alive. He's got six points, two goals, four assists, leading the Blue Shirts in each of those categories over his last five games. Bruins, David Pasternak with six goals, nine points over the last five games. David Krejci coming alive with six assists. Now the Bruins, like I mentioned, continue to lead the league in goals allow or sorry goals four per game at 3.82 the rangers middle of the pack team they're 16th at 3.16 they're a pretty good defensive team they have a norris trophy winner in adam fox they have one of the best goalies in the world in igor shesterkin they rank fourth in goals allowed per game the bruins of course are first here's the difference 2.09 for boston 2.62 for the Rangers. That's the gap between first and fourth. Uh, Rangers middling power play ranked 16th. Boston's ranked third. Rangers penalty kill is 13th. Boston's is first. And we saw why again last night with a monster performance from Derek Forbort, uh, six block shots and he scored a goal. Just an incredible game for Derek Forbort, who was my big bear from last night, which I forgot to mention earlier on. The Rangers, you always have to look out for Mika Zibanejad, Artemi Panarin. Uh, you've got a Lamborghini versus a Prius situation in Brad Marchand. And Vincent Trocek, always some extracurriculars there. The young guys, Alex Lafreniere, Capo Caco, looking to get going. Philip Heedle, uh, they're a pretty dangerous team. Actually, I had picked them early this year to, to advance to the Stanley Cup Finals. That's a bit off base now. But I do like this Rangers team on paper. They're pretty good. Not an elite team in the East. And... The Bruins hopefully can get the win here against the Rangers, although uh, the Bruins have the disadvantage of having played uh, last night, of course, whereas the Rangers are a bit more rested. Uh, their last game was... When did they play? They haven't played since... Since the weekend? No, they played on Monday, beating the Columbus Blue Jackets 3-1, to which is no impressive feat, let's be honest. So the Bruins, Madison Square Garden, tonight, 7 p.m., and uh, expect Jeremy Swayman to get the start on the back-to-back, 
and we'll see if Patrice Bergeron decides to take the night off after getting that puck in the face, or if he continues to soldier on and uh, set the example as captain of this team. Can't say enough about Jim Montgomery's quote last night. He's lucky to coach these guys because they're so good. Full credit to him, though. His system is working. His personality is hitting the right way. And he's the front runner for the Jack Adams. Linus Olmark's the front runner for the uh, Vesna Trophy. And our boy Pasternak still has yet to be signed to that contract extension is in the running for the Brashard trophy, three points back of Connor McDavid for the league lead in goals. All right. That's it for today's episode. A bit of a whirlwind with the back-to-back games, the cup check. We'll come back tomorrow with a recap of tonight's game. Maybe touch on the Bo Horvat trade speculation. A lot of people picking that up. Not coming from the most plugged in of insiders, let's say. So kind of tapping the brakes on that, but certainly something to address. And he's obviously a big time uh, target for any team if the Vancouver Canucks make him available. Hope you're having a great week, friends. Please do take care of yourselves, take care of each other. And we'll talk to you again here tomorrow on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your favorite team every single day.